Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Roma Press Podcast. I know you are doing well, or if you're not doing well or great, you are at least still uh, recovering from the cardiac arrest that you no doubt went into in the latter stages of uh, Roma's 2-2 draw yesterday evening against Milan. So before we get into everything, as always, thank you to all of our wonderful patrons over at Patreon. If you would like to become a patron, get early access to the podcast, extra episodes, including my uh, my immediate reaction following a match, you can go to patreon.com slash Roma Press. And also a thank you to our newest patron, Adi. We greatly appreciate all of your guys' support. It means so, so much. It uh, was an interesting uh, experience in the chat yesterday, Andy. So I don't even know where to start. I, let me begin with this because I know I'm probably in the minority of, uh, of this mindset at least. So yesterday, when it was 2-0, to zero, so basically up until the 80th, 85th minute, I did not think that Roma were playing well. However... I did not think that there was a gulf between Roma and Milan. I did not think that Milan were playing uh, better than Roma, even though they had a two to zero lead. That match, okay, if you just if if you just saw the score line, okay, two to two, you're saying to yourself, "Wow, four goals scored in a match." Entertainment had to have been at an all time high. Uh, the neutral would have enjoyed that one. It was entertaining. I'm sure the weather in Milano was fantastic. The pitch had to have been peak condition. That that had to have been just a thoroughly entertaining match of football. However, those of us who were treated to the match that watched, uh, far from it, okay, it was ugly, which I don't necessarily think should be unexpected when you have absolute crap weather like it was yesterday five, six degrees out, uh, damp pitch, lightly raining throughout the entire thing. It just looked like one of those crap, crap evenings where you would not want anybody to uh, be playing football. Now, having said that, that aside, at no point, even when uh, Milan, they score in the first half and then they get that that goal from uh, Leao to Paul Vega to make it two to zero, even then, and even when it looked like a certainty that Roma would lose, I have to tell you, and I, I understand I am probably in the minority of thinking this way, but I still didn't think to myself, and of course it's easy to say this when Roma come back and they draw level 2-2 two to two 
it's so much easier to have this take uh, than as opposed to them having uh, conceded another and they end up losing three to zero. But in all honesty, even when they were losing down by two and we have patrons in the chat, uh, I mean, it, it looked like it was the end of the world. Jose Mourinho, get him out. Whose fault is this? I think Roma. some some patrons even considered self-immolation. I, yeah. I do believe <laughs> yeah. that some were ready to go out yeah. there in the street and pour gasoline all over themselves. Um, up until the 85th minute, that was that. I think that was the the case for the majority of patrons and of of, of Roma fans. Um, and as you said, um, there are aspects of this game, obviously, that you know stick out, and um, not in a not in a pleasant way. Not they don't. It's it wasn't a feel good game, probably for the majority of it. It just wasn't it. It doesn't. You know, it's not the definition of a game that you turn on and you you uh, get to enjoy with uh, with chips and maybe a glass of beer or something. But um, it was. There were moments where Roma were incredibly sloppy. I think uh, in the first half, there were times where it just gave two easy looks for, for Milan. Um, right. Then I think the second goal was also sloppy defending, just the team really badly outstretched. Nobody really knows what the hell they're doing. And uh, and uh, Milan just score a beautiful team goal. And everything seems to be working in their favor. Um but thankfully, Roma, once again, there always seems to come that point in, in these big matches, at least so far this season, um, despite all the ups and downs, where there seems that, that there is always a moment where the team realizes, oh, no, wait, I think we're better than this, you know? And uh, you are the best team in Serie A when it comes to set pieces. Use them, right? And so finally, in those final minutes of the game, uh, Pioli messes the the substitutions up. That allows Roma to to get a, a little bit further up the pitch. Uh, Milan start to sit back. Uh, they start to foul unnecessarily. Um, and Roma are in a position where they can finally capitalize on what they're good at, right? And they are able to convert set pieces, something that this team has thrived on this this season i mean this has been really the staple of 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 roma's goal scoring um which has been underwhelming to say the least um i don't even want yeah. to look at the number of goals we have in 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 these games i mean it's it, it has to be ridiculously low uh, probably among the lowest in seria and and yet once again i it just it's not even those set pieces. It's just it seems like there was a switch. Not even that goal by Iban. It just the team came alive in those final minutes. Once Milan um felt comfortable, made the mistake of feeling comfortable, Roma all of a sudden it seemed like all the players looked at each other and said, Hey, whoa, 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 what are we doing here? What's going on? We're down two to zero. Away right. from home, we have a better record away from home than yeah, at the Stadio Olimpico, right. right. and and we are losing two to zero again against against Milan, who haven't been particularly good over the last few months, and uh, and and didn't seem uh, really any any special against Salernitana. They almost ended up doing the same mistakes they did here, uh, and it almost cost them the way it it cost them last night. 
So what the hell were you doing here? I, I think that's that's really what happened within the minds of Roma players. I think that's that's what I got at least from 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 post match interviews is that this team all of a sudden came alive, understood the assignment, understood that oh we got the opportunity to to convert these set pieces. We're good at them. We're good at corner kicks. We're good at free kicks. Let's make this happen. And you 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 have to wonder. Uh, when when Roma will be able to to uh, not rely so heavily on this switch because um, I think it's don't get me wrong uh, I think honestly it's very impressive what they've been able to do um, in these big games so far this season uh, despite the shortage in personnel it seems like in every big game Roma still maintain their footing. They, they, I don't, I can't recall a situation where I felt like the team was getting embarrassed, uh, like we did last season. Remember when when Inter just steamrolled us, when uh, Juve made that comeback, and uh, Napoli, uh, and, you know, it just, it just this season, it feels uh, like the team, at least when it comes to these big games, they're present. Um, they make mistakes. They are sloppy. Sometimes this, they read the situations wrong, but they have been able to come to a point that where all of a sudden there is this realization that creeps up on them and suddenly something, some some magic comes out and Pellegrini converts beautifully, has two assists to his name. Tammy Abraham finally scores, finally proves decisive in the latter stages of a game. Roger Ibanez, boom, goes up, looks like Cristiano Ronaldo in his prime. So there is something there. It's it's what we've been saying all along is that this team is far from perfect. This team has a million problems. This team is not playing up to its potential, probably. But there are instances where I also think they are exceeding <laughs> some of the expectations, which I think were overblown following the Conference League. Um, and I and and last night is proof that this team has so, some some really great strengths that allow them to overturn these results because in what other Roma I mean what other Roma afforded us gave us this this um, outlook on a game where we're down two to zero and we still have that thing oh they can they can turn it around and they do they do I I can't really recall a Roma that systematically whenever you were like okay this is over or uh, this is they're on a bad day they turn it around. They did it last season. I think remember when we when we caught up with Napoli in the second half of the season. We had that game where Napoli were leading. It was it, I thought it was undeserved, and Roma finally rallied around and and uh, and 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 did something great and and turned it, turned the whole thing around. And and last night it was pretty much the same with Juve. It was very similar where the team is not at its best. And hey, that happens. At least in Serie A, that that happens very, very often. I mean, tell me uh, one of the, uh, the tell me the last game you you sat down and you enjoyed from the first till the last minute. I bet you can't. I bet you can't find me a game where you're just wow. This is 
bonkers. This is pure enjoyment. Both teams are flowing magnificently. No, it do, it, it just doesn't happen at this point. I think every team in Serie A is tired. Every team in Serie A is nervous more than anything else. And, um, and well, that look at how many the, results yesterday in Serie A uh, were flipped at the death, yeah? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's we had, uh, who, who was it? I think there were three or four, Lazio. Lazio, Inter, and Inter, Milan. Yep. Yeah. So I, I mean, I I think that goes to something that obviously teams are still trying to find their feet after the break. That that was going to be expected. That isn't that isn't a surprise in any way, shape, or form, in my opinion. Um, I I do have to say though, and I guess I'm curious to to hear what what you think of this, or even if it is that much of a problem. So. The attacking issues, there it's no secret now. Who is to blame for that? I don't know. One of the one of the back and forth that I got into with some of the patrons during the match was because there were some people saying, okay, well, you know, Jose Mourinho, what, what are these guys working on in training? Clearly, um, you know, they're inept in attack and so on and so forth. And that first half was some of the most unwatchable football uh, from an attacking sense from Roma. There's no doubting that you can't uh, you can't uh, can't debate that. But again, on the other side, I didn't think that Milan were were head and shoulders above uh, Roma in any way, shape, or form. I did not think at all that they deserved the league going into halftime. I mean, that goal that they scored, obviously set pieces. We we will address those. I mean, Ibanez. I don't even know what he was doing on the first goal that they conceded, and then secondly. Our, our man Mads, one of our favorite patrons who began the uh, Rui Patricio uh, is slander washed. campaign, yeah. Slander campaign. Uh, and I, 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 I thought to myself, wow, this seems premature, but uh, it, it seems to at least partially be coming, uh, becoming uh, the train is arriving at the stop, or at least it will uh, be arriving at the station shortly. Um, I don't know if he should be blame too much for that one but he just makes it so much more worse on himself when he gets hands to it and it still ends up in the back of the net a bit of the uh bob and rolson uh, syndrome as i like to call it i've never seen a goalkeeper beyond uh Ruben so you're olsen. made you're made of the same stuff as as as, as mads man you 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 get on mads but at the end of the day you're more or less the same no, person no no you no get listen and you get kicks what, out of it you're calling rui patricio what is no robin olsen listen, 2.0. No, the, the, the syndrome, the syndrome. Listen, I, I think if we were to write, uh, write down a list of 10 things that is wrong with this Roma, I, I, I don't think Rue Patricio even comes in the top 10, in my opinion, at least. I, I think there's there's far bigger issues that need to be addressed. The first of which, by the way, it, speaking of that first half, I would have been hard-pressed to find an action where they were able to string more than three passes together. That was, again without question, some of the most painful football, at least of this season, in that first half. The midfield was just not functioning very well, in my opinion. But as far as the bad goes from that first half, more uh, more so focused on the goal that they conceded. I mean, Ibanez, for the ones, you know, criticizing Jose Mourinho, you know, Jose Mourinho can't fix that. He can, No manager can fix a player who makes such an error like that you know um i said during the match that uh, and this was before 
Roma were down two to zero. It was when they were down only one to zero. Um, Roma have a habit of attracting players who just get a case far too often of the stupids, where they just go dumb in the most inopportune moments. And no manager, Andy, can fix that. That cannot be fixed. No, no amount of uh, uh, training on the pitch, okay, can fix guys just having brain lapses. We can find so many examples of these types of players that have come through Roma over the seasons. There's no point in even trying to debate, in my opinion. And some players, they just turn off. And, no and that doesn't mean that. I mean, I, that doesn't mean that Ibanez hasn't been good. I think the the the, 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 the really the defense has probably been the most solid aspect. The saving of grace moment. at times, so in my opinion. It's, um, um, these moments happen, you know. Like it's like Chris Smalling against Napoli. You know what can you do? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I always point to that. I point to Smalling against Atalanta during the. It was either the fir- I think it was the first season of Fonseca when he gets completely torn open. I mean, I just like to point to, you know, when we blame Jose Mourinho for some reason, because again, after that corner was conceded the goal, we, I, I saw some people blaming Jose Mourinho. I mean, uh, you know, Pep couldn't fix Otamendi. And that guy is like the, uh, the, the, the poster child of the case of the stupids. Pep couldn't even fix him. So... There are just when you have He's players a World who, Cup winner now. So. Well, well, yeah, yeah, Paredes yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, in all seriousness, though, you know, there is only so much a manager can do. In my opinion, I, I don't know how anybody could blame a manager for you know mistakes like that. You know, Alessandro Florenzi pulling back a guy in the penalty area by the shirt, the most obvious grab of the shirt of all time. I mean, what manager can fix that? No, it it cannot course. happen. Of course. So my point, though, in my post-match reaction was, okay, so whatever faults you may have or whatever uh, complaints you may have towards Jose Mourinho in Roma's lack of attacking prowess, lack of attacking actions, tactics, whatever they may be, you have to, on the other side of, uh, of the argument, pay him his full and deserved dues for what he has done to this team, Andy, from a set piece standpoint, it is incredible. Two or three years ago, I remember sitting with you on this podcast, just weeping in the corner in the fetal position because we saw Pellegrini, I believe it was, in a match kick a corner kick. I believe it happened twice. He kicked the ball out of bounds. He did not even make the ball into play off of a corner kick. We have gone from that to now, it's almost a surprise when Roma go an entire match without scoring from a set piece. It is incredible to me. So whatever faults they lack in uh, finding goals from open play, I would, I would stake the argument, or I would, I would be willing to uh, die on the hill that you can't criticize Jose Mourinho for the for the lack of attacking actions without giving him the proper and necessary praise for what he has been able to do to transform this team to one of the most effective teams in all of Europe from set pieces. I mean, it's incredible to me. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The the thing that, you know, that we can we can talk about when we talk about uh, Jose Mourinho and the tactics and is sometimes the 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 just the team doesn't flow as as well as it could and and should, right? And I mean, I think the curse of the Italian media continues because uh, the moment you label something as the fabulous four, you know you're going to get the crap four. Um <laughs> It just it, there is nothing fabulous right, about it. Right. The moment, the moment these journalists, who probably have never uttered a word of English, and uh, especially have never uttered the word fabulous, and they go on and use the term right. fabulous for to describe Paolo Dybala, Nicolò Zagnolo, Lorenzo Pellegrini, and Tammy Abraham is that is that's the moment when you set it up for failure. That's the moment that you just, you killed it. You killed all the excitement um, because there is nothing fabulous about it. And, and that's true. It, it, it seems like whenever we are, we're about to build something special going forward, the team just sort of f freezes up and has way too many doubts and starts to consider, you know, passing the ball backwards and passing the ball sideways and, they get nervous they get you know it gets it gets to them this 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 um this inability to read the opponent the inability to move forward as they as they wish to um is is getting to them and you can see that and uh, for me it, that's something that if if there is something up to the manager that's the, the that's the thing because there is talent up front it, it's there it's just these guys have no ability to read each other and and sometimes it's again it's individual individual decision making as well i mean nicolo zagnolo is 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 is, is uh, guilty of that and tammy abraham uh, very often is also guilty of that and uh, pellegrini as well i thought yesterday Pellegrini was the only one who was trying to maintain some some kind of footing in the in the midfield in the first half. Um, Cristante was all over the place, and if you look at some of Milan's chances chances in the first half, him and and um, him, I think Salig, they they seem to be jogging um, for some reason. So definitely, it's it's. As always, there's balance. There has to be some kind of balance in judgment. There, there, there are faults that can be attributed to to Mourinho, but I think that in large part, it, it also comes down to personnel. It also comes down to the type of match you're talking about, to 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 how the the opponent sets itself up, how to 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 just the the, the storyline. You can't um, when you talk about these games. Uh, you can't just look at epi at episodes or it just it's a whole story it's a a story is not straightforward the story is a back and forth uh, filled with questions and, and and excitement and suspense and and moments of boredom and 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 that's really what what it comes down to when roma play you have everything i mean take yesterday for example and it's just you watch that game you've seen it all right i mean it's 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 there. You see how the team is sloppy. You see the team how the team 
finds a way to get back into it. You find you see a team that is good at something that is probably better than most uh, of its opponents, and and that's really what it comes down to. There has to be once again that balance that we always like to talk about, um, and. That's not to say that uh, you know Mourinho is without faults. That's not to say that some of the players are without faults. But it, it the, the the team we are not gonna get a brand new team overnight. Um, we're not gonna get a brand new team for the rest of the season. But as always, like like last season, the team has to function nonetheless. It doesn't matter what happens. The team has to find a way to get these results. Um if you if you can get a win out of uh, out of a game against Bologna where you score on a penalty kick, you take that, you keep it to yourself, you love it. Um, then you if you can get at least one point out of San Siro in order to be unbeaten on San Siro this this season, something that hasn't happened in years and years, uh you take it. You take it and you go home and you cherish it because because these are the things that in the end will help you to get to where you're going. Uh, you Roma are in no position to to consider themselves you know better to consider themselves a top team. This is a team that is plagued by a million problems, but there are instances where you can tell okay they are very good at this, and the sooner they they realize that they don't need to turn the switch that. It's in them that it it just they can start they they can start a game uh, on a on a roll. I mean, remember the probably the well, when was the last time that we actually started off the game just and and completely took over took control from the be- beginning to end, never gave the opponent a chance. I mean, I I think that like the last time was probably for for real in Serie A it was probably the derby which we won three to zero. That team started right off the bat with complete control, complete domination, because they knew they were good at at certain things. And I think that awareness has to come earlier on if Roma want to have, uh, you know, better chances of winning these games going forward. I will say, though, in the span of what, uh, four months, five months, uh, Roma have found themselves losing in uh, in the second half at San Siro, and both mm-hmm. times they have come back. Yeah, um, exactly. Against opponents that you might say are are, are better, yes, and uh, it yes. doesn't matter if it's yes. uh, you know I see people confront uh, oh but Milan they have uh, Pobega and they have they have this and that. Do you call these uh, guys a top team? Well, Milan just won a scudetto. Milan, in terms of organization, in terms of goals reached over the years, are way ahead of us. Um, same thing for Inter. So it's this is we have to realize what team we're talking about. And um, and once again, this this record at San Siro for now, which is positive, is uh, I think very impressive, all things considered. Oh, absolutely. I I, I don't have the time to look back at. To when Roma were able to do that, not only get results, okay, in their first two away matches of the season at San Siro, but do so after being down one goal and in the second half. I saw a statistic, um, and I apologize for which account uh, tweeted it out, but uh, this was the first time in almost uh, 25 years, I believe, that Milan at home, I hope I get this correct, 
Maybe you saw it too, so you can correct me if I'm wrong. No, yeah, I think you're wrong. <laughs> I know what <laughs> you're talking were... about. I know what you're talking about, and I, I know it's. Uh, I think it, the record is from 2009. Uh, that's the. If you're going to say that the the, the, two the last lead from the 85th exactly minute? that 2009 okay. against Napoli. We have been around each other far too long. You just finished. <laughs> oh, my God. I can tell by, okay. by John's oh voice. My God. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, no, no. Exactly. The thing you're talking about, about the, the 20-some years, it's it's the it's our record at San Siro. It's okay. The, it's, it's the, yeah, it's the, it's the ability to come back at San Siro. Um, well, nonetheless, it's still been a, a long time. And... Again, for whatever faults that Roma displayed in the first 80 minutes, I mean, to have the balls to come back twice, again, this season at San Siro, against two of the strongest teams in the league. Against Juve at the Allianz Stadium. Yes, yes. I, I mean, that that takes something. To go back to something you said, though, about this whole uh, light switch, uh, the light bulb flicking on, I would say that is if we're coming away from this with complaints beyond, uh, you know, just from an individual point of view, that is probably the thing all of us are looking at, probably the most frustrated and uh, confused by. Because I've talked about this before. When Roma are in that moment where they are melting down, and the most recent one I always go back to is when they lost to Cagliari away and, you know, Marco Sao. Uh, the guy who scores, you know, once every 300 matches, of course, he, he purges Roma. And the, oh, we, yeah. we know when we're in that moment. You, you, you do not need to have watched this team for very long to just know when they are in the shit and they are having a complete <laughs> uh, uh, and utter meltdown. And you know what is going to happen and it's not going to be good. The inverse of that, though, something changed in like that 80th minute and from then on they looked completely different and it was not only did you see more application of uh, you know character balls you saw a team I don't even know if it was belief I, I, I can't even pinpoint to what it is but it is frustrating to me how you can see a team and know when they do so. Know when they do. It, it, it is so abundantly clear. They make it way too right. obvious. <laughs> when they, you know, when the when the switch just goes on, part of me, you know, again, coming down, losing at San Siro, loves to see that. But then there's another portion, and I think most people feel this way too. It's like, okay, well, you know, where was that the previous 75, 80 minutes? Why now? Why do you save this for the final yeah, minutes? Yeah, why, yeah, why, yeah, why, exactly. why can we not show this same application, same character, right. same... <laughs> and what is it? Because I don't know. Because it, it, there's a, you know, glass half full, glass half empty. There's a good and a bad to this. Um, I mean, clearly, again, coming down, losing, sensito, final moments, you get a result. That's fantastic. But then the other part of me is like, Okay, you wasted that first. I mean, that first half was nothing. There was no, there was zero. They they put forth zero attacking action or episodes in that first half. And then again, you wait uh, half an hour into into the second half, 
until you really begin to uh, put your foot onto the gas. I, I can't understand it, and I, I think most people probably feel this way. That's the case. That's the that's the whole that's the whole damn thing, right? I mean, this is it's um and and especially when you when you think about where this team was last season, which is something I cannot stress enough. Just the the way that team was able to overturn a season that was going right into the crapper, and it seemed like everybody was completely aware of the direction we were heading in and uh the the everybody seemed to know the conclusion to the season um i i don't want to go back and check the tape but i do believe that both of us were pretty pretty worried about what was going to happen and then all of a sudden that team made some important steps forward. They realized certain things and they took it all and they used it as fuel. And I mean, you you want to talk about that team performing on a high level in extremely uh, stressful situations, under pressure. I mean, think about the way we won against Vitesse, how we w- went through. Uh, think about how we faced Leicester. Um, it just... And you you have to wonder in those in in when you now watch this team exactly go you know go missing for eighty some odd minutes and then turn it on in the final minutes where, where is that team that I saw last season in the, in the second half didn't we didn't we learn any lessons from it didn't we take anything away from it why are we again dealing with that same old same old um, I guess this is. This is part of now the Roma syndrome because, mind you, this team is weak. I think we can say it with, with you know, we this team is not the team that lost that um, conceded those two goals to to Cagliari um, back when Robin Olsen was in goal, and we go down uh, Cagliari go down to to nine men, and somehow they find a way to get back. And, uh, and 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 get an equalizer and get two two. I mean, they scored two goals in like five minutes, and that was one of the most painful things about um, about uh, about about that Roma. And I think we can safely say that this isn't this this Roma team has nothing to do with it because we haven't seen any major meltdowns. Even the even the spanking by Udinese uh, is is has nothing on that it just it wasn't the same it didn't feel like a meltdown it just felt like a bad day for Roma it just it, it didn't it didn't speak to anything bigger than that um but what 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 is now the syndrome is this Roma team having the potential having the the qualities to to make a difference and yet apparently choosing not to do so in the early stages of a match um not choosing to really put their 100% effort into into a game from from the first minute that's the issue that i'm talking about that's the issue that i want to see this team address uh you know in a in a prominent way in the coming months because um it's great you've you've made some remarkable comebacks um it really some great moments as a fan you know when you when you watch your team suffer and then all of a sudden boom you see that life that spark and the team takes off that's wonderful but i think uh, we would all love to see a team 
that just gives its all and is able to 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 turn that switch behind the scenes, behind the curtains, be, before the fans turn on their TVs. I want to see that team right when they're, I don't know, they're doing a huddle, I don't know, their team talk, whatever. That's when they turn on the switch. Because the fact that then you, I, I, I listen to players say, oh, well, well, when Milan scored the second goal, we looked at each other and we, we said, no, we have to believe in ourselves. Why? Why then? Why then? Why, why didn't you do that 60, 70, 80 minutes ago? You, you should have done it in the dressing room to begin with, if not at halftime at least, not at the 87th minute. That's not when you when you when you make those uh, statements. That's not when you when you declare those things. It has to it has to be there to begin with. I think for for this Roma to overcome its syndrome, that has to happen. They have to make that step. Um, I think we we are. It seems like as fans of Roma, we're always waiting for a certain version of Roma to make a certain step forward in a certain direction. And whether they do it dictates the success of a season. Um, and so far, over the last few years, they 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 tended to miss their mark. Last season, they didn't. They turned it around, and it resulted in Roma winning its first trophy in years and years. All I can say is I hope that that we manage to overcome this syndrome as soon as possible, this seemingly new syndrome, because um, maybe not the most talented squad ever, maybe not uh, a team that is uh, up there with uh, Napoli, Milan, uh, Inter, and so on, but definitely a team that has something, and it just isn't able to express it from, from the start um, as it should. I completely agree. It's maddening, yet it's also great to see. I don't know. Do you take the dark or do you take the light? There's some good aspects, bad aspects of it. The fact of the matter is, in my opinion, it's great to see them do these comebacks. I would just love to see this level of application sooner into a match. Uh, For, if nothing else, all of our collective... uh, cardiac health because i you know all of us cannot stand this for the rest of our lifetimes this is you know uh, this is unhealthy i think all of our respective cardiologists they would agree to that and much more of this is going to just break uh, break our systems but we can worry about that uh, at a later date so you and i we will be back uh, on friday we will come back either friday uh, or early Saturday, probably Friday, though, uh, following Roma's match on uh, Thursday against Genoa in the Coppa Italia. I uh, I won't say anything because anytime I talk about my expectations and my want for Roma to win the Coppa Italia, it just doesn't go well. So I'm going to remain in silence. So uh, let's leave it there, Andy. Once again, thank you. To all of our wonderful patrons at Patreon, thank you to all of our listeners, supporters. We can't thank you enough for that. We greatly, greatly appreciate all of uh, the support you have shown us over the years. So uh, thank you so much for that. Once again, we will be back on Friday. Until then, ciao. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. 
With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.